Hey guys, welcome back to an ADHD Clydes, where we talk about fan-submitted subjects in as fast amount of time as we possibly can. I hope you enjoy. Well, moving on to episode 8. Holy shit. I know. Episode 8. I, dude, it's so crazy, episode 8. Like, I was like thinking, oh, me and Jordan will be like four episodes in and yeah. call it quits like we normally do. I, man, we love like, talking. I know. We love it's hearing like ourselves e- talk. It's so. the easiest thing, too. Like... Surprises it, me. It really is, <laughs> uh, dude. And when we were just going through numbers before we started recording, oh, yeah. three hundred and fifty something downloads. Yeah, in like three and a half weeks. That's crazy. Yeah, I was telling you how some dude like recorded for like an entire year and didn't have any views, no followers, no nothing, yeah. and just posted stuff after a year. And he's like randomly one one day, I just freaking had all these followers and people and like. What the hell? Like it's crazy. Just go. Just goes to show how popular we are. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that's the case. I mean, we we both have like six hundred plus friends on yeah. Facebook. Well, we're, we're just... no we're no like social media influencers. Over yeah, here. yeah. It's just actual <laughs> yeah. people yeah. we know. No, well, it's crazy is that we're le- we're reaching a lot of people outside of state too. That uh. Well, to be fair, I have I have quite a wide range of people from yeah, all over. But the most of these people aren't friends with us. We don't have mutual no, friends with yeah. these people. Recently, since yeah. we, we did that uh, that Facebook ad push. Mm-hmm. Well, and like a lot of them are reaching out from like uh, like all these different states, man. Like if I counted right, like I think it was like seventeen states the other day. Yeah. So like, and it's like everywhere too, and they're like a lot of those followers aren't friends with us. So yeah. Shout out to all those people. Hit up India. Yeah, we like, hit India like, this week. If you're the one listening to India, <laughs> get back with us. I want to know what you're thinking. <laughs> like, hit, hit us up on Facebook. Crazy Americans. Um, huh. Or yeah. even even like the two people in Ireland or oh, yeah. the two people in Sweden. Like, yeah, like, dude, it would be crazy to hear what they think about us. Like, well, yeah, well, to, to what they think about us and then, like, Share us. If you guys do podcasts out there, let us know. We can oh, yeah. start like networking with each other, doing all that crazy stuff. Yeah, I, I would like. I would like to just know, like, who, like, what was the thought? Were they? Here's my thought that they're doing. They're going through and they're like, oh, that's a cool logo. Click. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Kinda, maybe. Like, like, I don't know. I'd like to know, like, because it doesn't tell us on who does what, but it'd be cool to see, like, how much of it they follow. If they follow a lot, awesome. Like, that's great. Right. But. Um, yeah, that's something that we were we were talking about before. Do you guys do you guys listen right when we upload? Do you guys like? Uh, I know a lot of people recently, like at least the last hundred people on the Facebook page or the hundred people that have listened, were like within the last week or two, like mm-hmm. week and a half. Yeah, and, and so like they're trying to catch up, and I mean everybody's not going to listen to us, yeah. us stupid asses ramble on every day. Well, yeah, we're not that entertaining. <laughs> Um, excuse me, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> the first question <laughs> is, uh, who would win versus the X-Men Iceman versus Elsa from Frozen? Oh, X-Men from Ice, or X, the X-Men Iceman? Nope, disagree. Yeah? Yeah, dude, that Elsa, dude, that chick's got some crazy powers. Dude, definitely has some crazy, and she's she can build ice shit that Iceman can't, but here's the kicker, is he's actually a kicker. He's trained to fight. He's in the X-Men. Yeah, she doesn't give a shit, dude. She just looks at him and he, like, just she's stops. Been, she's been sitting in a room for 15 years. So that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, 
he like's been training, he's been like working his power, she's been like holding it back, and within like a day she makes a giant ice castle and is like <laughs> owns a whole city. Like boom bitches, like And I guess I guess she could make that giant abominable snowman thing. Right? And like freaking uh, uh what's the little snowman guy's name? Olaf. Olaf. Yeah. Like she Olaf, can just make an Olaf. army of those bastards. Like That would be pretty dope. I'm just saying. Okay, like, so so I have a question then. Huh. With that, is it is it about practice and training, like putting your ten thousand hours in, or is more of it raw talent? Raw, raw, in, raw in, talent in, in any competition. Oh, in any competition. Yeah. For, oh, for no. anything. Oh, if, I was just talking about this, but no, in any competition, like in real life, not just like crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I think it, it's always what you put in. Don't get me wrong. I think there's raw talent that gets you a starting point. Right. That, like, you know, you go and start something and you might be worse at it than everything, like, than everybody else is or something like that. And I think if you put in the time and effort, you can definitely get better. Yeah. I think there's very few things that we can do uh, that puts that limitation on us that mm-hmm. says you can't do this or you can't move to that next bar. I think a lot of stuff is we start telling ourselves, oh, that person's so much better at me than, uh, so much faster at me than running. Okay, well... That person's been training longer. That person has this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a 300-pound fat guy. I can run decently fast. Um, right. If I wanted but, to put into it. But you have somebody like Usain Bolt. Yeah. Or Michael Phelps. Yeah. Not only have those guys put in the time, just like all the other athletes mm-hmm. have, but that raw talent is just that little bit more mm-hmm. that pushes them over the edge and makes them the fastest man on earth. Yeah. Makes Michael Phelps the most decorated Olympian in the history of... Olympics. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think. I. I think there's definitely raw talent in the case, but I. I don't take anything away from no, that no, no, practice. Def- definitely. That, so. So maybe it's just that little bit of boost yeah. afterwards. No. No. Or yeah. Or like right at the beginning. I don't. Mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of us like when we do something new. Like hell, even the podcast thing. When we do something new, we look at like. Um, Wow, my brain went blank. The one podcast we talk about all the time. You like love Joe it. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. You look at his views and you're like, damn, dude, I got like 200 people. That, like, yeah, but he's, he's been doing it yeah. for 12 years. That's what I mean. Yeah. So like, like you look at the like you can't you can ever compare yourself. You can always set a goal, but I think where we fell as most people is we set we compare ourselves to the best and we're like, oh, man, that, like there's no way we're so far Expectations off. Expectations are yeah. too high. Yeah, so, like like you want to. You have an interest in something, so you start something new, mm-hmm. and then it's not the result that you thought because you're not good at yeah. something, and well, then you give up because you're like, oh. And I think it's... I think a lot of people are that way. Um, I don't think, and I think there's a lot of like categories where people, like, when it comes to certain things, they might be that way. Like mm-hmm. one of my hobbies that I picked up was glass blowing, and I was like, this is badass, and I like doing it. And then I like uh, Casey who does it. Mm-hmm. Shit, dude, her shit's like beautiful, and I'm like, oh, well. I look like a child compared to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so right. she's got that raw talent, and I think, I think that she definitely works into it, and she definitely puts in that time and energy where I don't. Right. But then I look at my work, and I'm like, huh, huh. Don't look at this. Don't look at this. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So and she's if, totally cool. If we have two people that are identical, the only difference between those two people is one of them has the raw talent for it. So like a clone. One of them doesn't. Sure. Cool. And That's one it. of them doesn't. And we have them do the exact same training for the exact same amount of time. In the end, do you think they're going to be equal? Or is the guy who has the raw talent initially going to be better? Mm, I, I, I think the guy with the raw talent would be better. Yeah. Only because he starts off better, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, let's say that that person with the raw talent is going and pushing. Mm-hmm. But 
the person who doesn't have that raw talent realizes they're falling behind, so they push themselves harder. No, no, exact, exact same regimen yeah. every single time. No, I, I think the person with the, that natural edge is going to have it easier, and the, and that's where I think a lot. So of it's them... a, it's it's a little bit of both, but yeah. I I think it's probably, I'd say ninety percent practice and putting the time oh, and yeah. effort into something, and then ten percent raw talent if you have that raw talent. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, no, I th- I think that would be. My phone went out. So, it must be like an ice thing today. Next one, cryogenics. <laughs> no joke. Randomly. Yeah? Cryogenics. So, um, this one actually was submitted by Jeremy, if I'm not mistaken. I did Texas follower. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he, he asked for us to look into it a little bit more, because I, I know a little bit about cryogenics, but I don't so know do a I. lot. Yeah. Um, so, um, some of the stuff I was watching, I was watching this documentary for a minute, and I didn't go all the way into it. So... I'm going to have to kind of like skip. So first things first, so I don't forget. They freeze bull semen mm-hmm. in glycerin. Yeah. And it's like uh, bugs that keep, like the bugs that go like freeze during the winter and come back alive. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, they're like, there's bodies like high in that. So mm-hmm. they use that to freeze bull semen. And that's how they impregnate cows. And that's actually what a lot of our farmers do. Yeah. I don't know where it all correlates into this because I was kind of listening and driving when I shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. Um but down the road, there's actually three people that are passed away that are actually cryogenic already. There's like a 13-year-old girl. I don't know how long. Like, this documentary seemed a little older, so they might not still be. Mm-hmm. But there's a 13-year-old girl that uh, um, she died, but before she her brain stopped, they froze her. Like, she was part of a thing. Yeah. And uh, there was another guy who died, but before his body hit rigor mortis, they froze him. And there was a woman that passed, and they froze her. Like right. she's past of old age, and um, like they, they were doing all these studies and stuff on how their bodies are handling it, and their bodies are doing fine. What they're struggling with is what they were saying is getting us frozen isn't the problem. It's getting us it's unfrozen. getting us unfrozen without killing us. Yeah, well, because like if you it, it's the it's that thing that if you die and then they freeze you, your brain your brain's dead. Like all mm-hmm. of it's shut off. Like yeah. you can't can't re-kick-start the brain after a certain amount of time. You yeah. know what I mean? And those... But we... Like, yeah. For right yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't know, man. I Like, that part of me thinks that that would be dope. Oh, yeah. But... Fry from Futurama. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, like, that, that culture shock, though. Oh, yeah. Like... Well, because to you, it would be an instant, dude. Well, yeah. Like, you would you would be sick and you'd be dying or whatever, we donate our bodies to science right now, and I'm like, oh, well, I have blah, 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 and in the future, when you find a cure, wake me up. Yeah. And I go to sleep now, and they freeze me solid, and keep me frozen, and then down the road, I'm just all of a sudden awake, and it's a thousand years later, or a yeah. hundred years and later. Like, to you, it was like two seconds, you like close your eyes, and it's like, well, I'm already a thousand years in bed. Right. Dude, that would be crazy. Like, just think about waking up tomorrow, and it's a thousand years later. Right. Like, what well, like kind of crazy so would, stuff? Would you do that if I didn't have Gabe and Rachel and you guys and like everybody in my life? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a problem doing that because there's a difference between aliens coming and abducting us and leaving. Because I actually had a sore spot with Rachel because Rachel was like, "Oh, so you're just gonna leave me and Gabe?" Yeah, and I was like, "Well, kind of, yeah, yeah." 100%. <laughs> so, but because there's, a I've already, I've already talked to my daughter's mom yeah. about this. But there's a difference <laughs> there, though. You're talking about one in a million, but like astronomical amount one they came down to you and said yo whatever's special about you we want you and you have that connection to not just better not special 
just they're just random. random. You just won the lottery. They just, just yeah. dropped down into Texas and picked up Jeremy and like, hey, we heard you want to do cryogenics, so yeah. we're going to freeze you and drag us with us. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Well, then I, like, I would still do it. I, dude, 100 I There would be no question. You, you, would have, you would have so much opportunity. Well, that would be the... Anyways, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> like, there would just be a lot of opportunities you could do that way. And I think freezing yourself and going into the future, mm-hmm. it would be cool to see all the cool stuff. But I, like I said, I wouldn't. To going to the future isn't that big a deal to me. If I was older and like I got to see Sophie live her life and live my life and me walking her down the aisle and her having kids and like I was, I was towards the end of my life. Me knowing me, I probably would. I'd be like, fuck it. If I'm, if technology hasn't gotten to the point when I'm that age that I'm just gonna live for any ever anyways. Sure, yeah, freeze me. Like, let's do this. But I thought it was crazy to know that they put bull semen and freeze that. Yeah. Like, that, that was just for me. So, but anyways, they use it, like, the farmers, and it's actually done, like, a lot of good things for, yeah. like, our stuff. I didn't well, know Well, and, about like, that. you know, breast milk's that way. You can freeze breast milk forever. Like, that shit lasts forever. But, um, did you ever hear, did you ever hear the rumor that... Walt Disney froze himself? Yeah, I was thinking about that. We're just going to rant it when they find out the cure to, like, unfreeze somebody that, like, they're like, we finally found a Walt Disney shows back up. Yeah. 10,000 Because he wants later. to see the future, yeah. I wonder if that's true, though. Like, that he wanted to see the future? No. They, or they, that he's frozen. frozen. I don't know. I'd like, have to do some more research into it. <laughs> like, but, I don't know, man. He got, I guess, towards the end of his life, he started getting real weird about the future and about all that stuff, and that's why, like, Epcot came around, and... The House of Tomorrow and all all of that cool crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's he was obsessed with the future and what the future was gonna hold. Don't get, me, don't get me wrong. Like there's a lot of like a lot of like rumors and crazy stuff. Yeah. Like I know this is kind of like a side tangent. Um, that's kind of the whole point. Of I, this know, podcast. I know. I um, know. What's the secret club for Disney? Club fifty one fifty. Oh, club like Club fifty six or Club yeah. thirty six or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. So. I, I forgot the number, but um, it's like, yeah, the secret club. So anyways, there's supposed to be this magic door. We looked it up on when we went to mm-hmm. Disney. And so we walked over there, and they're like, it's in the stained glass. It's in the corner. And me and Rachel were like, we're going to go check it out because like, we, we yeah. like all that weird stuff. So we go and check it out. There's nobody by this door. It's just a stained glass window that has like Club 36, I think is what it is. And uh, we're like, well, we'll take a picture with it and like do whatever, right? So Because mm-hmm. nobody was by it. It wasn't looking protected. Like We could have walked in and been fine. So literally, we just well. like, oh, I know. Like we probably <laughs> right. would have got jumped. But anyways, we take a picture, like a selfie, and in the background, and uh, this lady like was just randomly talking to like an associate or something, and was like, hey, hey, you guys can't be here, and like scurried us off. Like yeah. she was busy doing something, and we were actually like, we should have just snuck in. We should just pretend like we belonged there. We would definitely stood out. Like, right. But no, yeah, that that place is for real. Apparently, like it's a twelve year long waiting list, and you have to pay a shit ton of money, and it's like one of those super exclusive clubs. Mm-hmm. At least the rumor is, yeah. like, you have to get. Not only is it a twelve year waiting list, not only do you have to put a bunch of money towards it, but you have to have like two or three people that are already members vouch for you to be able to even join it. So, like, 
Excuse me. It's it's like one of those things that you inherit down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Grandpa was a part of Club Thirty Six, and yeah. he died and gave me his membership to Club Thirty Six. I'm not saying that it's not cool. I'm just saying like, dude, that's dope as shit. Like, I would like to see it. I don't know if I'd spend ten thousand dollars a year on it. I mean, dude, if you could afford ten thousand, yeah, if you could year, afford it, why like, the fuck not? Because like, go do something better with it than just have a secret club to Disney, like, bro. I don't think you understand. There have to we be a... talked about secret societies. <laughs> I'm all about it. Well, <laughs> it's a secret society now. Um, kind of. I, kind I, mean, of. I guess a, it would be. It's a special club. I guess it would be. It's a secret society that's not a secret. Um, but... Just because you know the name of something <laughs> does not mean that it is not a secret. It needs to be called something else. That's all I'm saying. No. Just, <laughs> we're just going to go into it's peanut a butter It's a society that you don't like, know about. Yeah. But, uh, no. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think it would be cool to check it out, but I don't think I'd spend that much money. Um, so the next question is, what talent or potential do you have at, at your current job that's not fully re- or that's not fully realized at your current job? So what talent do you have that you don't fully that they don't fully realize at your current job? Everything. <laughs> I'm absolutely amazing. No, um, I'm horrible, and they think I'm amazing. Yeah, it's like mine's exactly opposite. You're good at manipulating. <laughs> oh, that's what makes me so good at my job. Yeah. Um. Probably. I don't know, man. I I work in an office job, but I work with teams and I work with customers. I kind of like. I feel like my best quality is I'm a I'm a people person. Mm. I'm pretty. High end people person. But don't I, I don't know your job very that well, but uh, don't you deal a lot with people? Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. Is yeah. it, it gets it gets utilized. No, like, what job don't what what do you have that does not get utilized? I don't have program? any talents, camera. <laughs> Zero. I have none. I am not athletic. <laughs> You're so down I'm, on yourself all I'm the not time. Funny. I'm not good looking. I don't have any sports skills. I can't play any instruments. I am tone deaf. Like, you're literally the opposite of me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, you're no. the perfect one. I'm Whatever. the shitty little <laughs> Whatever. experiment that failed. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I don't know, man. I don't, like, I feel like I'm, all of all of my talents tend to be intellectual, and I, I use them whether my job wants me to or not, so. Um, well, I thought you were going to go with that you're a good dad. That's not a talent. That is a talent. There's some shitty dads out there. Yeah. Like, see, okay, we've had this conversation before. Me being a good dad is not a talent. It's it's a choice. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you, it comes naturally for you. Because I choose to be a good dad. I don't. I don't feel like that's. That I feel like that's all choice. That's not a talent. No. That's, that's not something that I practiced at. Let's be honest here. Well, no, you do. You, you push yourself. Anyways, you push yourself to, like, do the like to do the right things. Like, even when it's frustrating and difficult. Yeah. Your patience is definitely there. Like, there's a lot of good things you do. And there's a lot of good aspects about you in general. Um, but, in my job, <laughs> um, it's very diverse and there's a lot of stuff. But you know what's not, and you know what's funny is this. This should be utilized for me. I'm really good at like computers and like graphics yeah. and stuff. And you'd think with the job that I do that they would use that all the time, right? It wasn't until out of the last ten years. It wasn't until like two weeks ago when they're like, "Hey, 
you know something about computers? Yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I guess that would like, be that would be one of mine. Like my like, my affinity to technology. Mm-hmm. Like we still yeah. use like I don't. I think it, we use Windows 10, but it's like we're still using Win like Internet Explorer mm-hmm. for our shit. And like I was telling you before the podcast started, like I just took over like the analytics tool mm-hmm. that I helped build on Excel. Like it was just a blank Excel sheet, and now it's like the company-wide tool that they they flew off to Dallas and took to, like, the big corporate office to, like, the super high-up people and was like, look at this amazing thing that we did that completely changed the entire job. Like, I yeah. kind of helped with that, but I didn't get any credit for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, like, that's what I mean. Like, there, there's plenty of people that, like, do that kind of stuff. Um, that Like, they have a great talent to something, but they get caught up in, like, a mundane job mm-hmm. or a job that's so repetitive I don't get me wrong. I like my job a lot, um, but do with you? The, I do. I do <laughs> I like my job do. a lot. I know you do. Um, it gets difficult. Any job gets difficult or frustrating, or there's not frustrating parts about my job. Every job has that. Yeah. Um, even even Brock, uh, he has that, and he gets his like traffic time is like from his couch to his bedroom. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <commute>. like <laughs> so uh, no. The laptop from the floor to my lap. Yeah, like. But there's things he doesn't like to do, but you know what I mean? And, like, he has a great job, and he worked really hard to get it. So any job that you have is going to have that. It's just there's a lot of talent you have that people have hidden away. Like, a lot of pet talent that people don't realize about me is I'm actually really good at learning music. Like, instruments and stuff. It's a random thing. I'm very good at picking up musical instruments. Mm -hmm. So that's a very random off talent. Right. I don't use at work. Like, I don't just go and pick up a saxophone and be like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> but. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I don't know if it's, like, the self-deprecating part of me, but I don't feel like I have a whole lot of applicable talents other than being able to speak well and being semi-intelligent. <laughs> you look perplexed. Well, because one of them, it asks the imaginary friend question again. Mm. And I'm still dealing with it. I would have one. I, I thought about it more yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> or not yesterday. Like because I, I always listen to the podcast to make sure they're like we miss some stuff on the last one. But anyways, um, yeah. I was. When I, I, was hate, I hate listening to our podcast. It's because you hate your voice. I hate it so bad. I, I, I don't mind mine. I don't think I have. A, I don't have one that's like screeching like, like yours. Mine? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, I don't mind my voice that much. But uh, I still know. Anyways, the imaginary friend one. I was just like, yeah, I could definitely. Definitely have an imaginary friend. Especially if they could choose him. Like I just feel like it would be so much stress on me, man. Like he's just like an he's an imaginary friend yeah. that just like you could be let's say that you're talking to your boss, right? Like let's say that you're my boss and you like own the company and you're like, Cameron, blah 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 blah. I just have my imaginary friend that you can't see stand behind you, like making faces and like doing weird shit. Like that would just be fun to me, dude. I would yeah. I'd be, always be happy. <laughs> I would never not <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, the question, because I skipped over that one, because um, we already did it, is what was your first record tape or CD that you ever owned? Whew. Eminem Show was my first CD that I ever owned from an, or the, uh, Okay, so the the first... It's not the Eminem Show, like, what the fuck's it called? It was Eminem. Encore? Encore, I think is what it was. I think he does have one called the Eminem Show. Does he? So. I'll have to look. The up. one with the curtains or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, one of those two. Yeah, um, Eminem was my first one. Uh, Britney Spears was my second one. Okay, so here's the thing: my first legit, like, 
It says tapers TD. What was your first ever owned? So well, okay, so like um, I inherited a bunch. Like my mom used to have tapes and she gave them to me, and so I had yeah. a whole litany. By of... the way, a tape is. <laughs> <laughs> I had a whole whole crazy amount of of tapes from the eighties and rock and roll shit and stuff like that. The first CD I ever got that you acquired in any means necessary. Yes, <laughs> was was stolen from Kmart. When Kmart was still in Farmington a billion years ago, and I stole Insane Clown's Posse, Insane Clown Posse's The Great Malenko with Brandon. Good good choice. I don't know if I'd steal it, but that was a good choice. No, it was terrible. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. But, like, the first legit one that I bought with my money mm-hmm. was... Um, Limp Biscuits Chocolate Starfish. Yeah, I was going to say, like, one of the, that was one of mine. Yeah, Limp, Limp Biscuits Chocolate Starfish, but the shitty thing is, is my mom had this really weird thing where she was like, you can't watch any PG-13 movies, you can't have toy weapons, you can't do this, and, like, she made me have to get the, um... Edited version. Ed- the edited version of it. <laughs> Even though she's giving me all of her tapes from the 80s, and we're listening to rock and roll sex songs, and I'm so, listening to Criss Cross's song, and, like... <laughs> I've never heard this before. Is... Uh, I think the song is Hot Dog Flavored Water is the song, mm-hmm. or is that the CD? I, I haven't listened to Limp Bizkit forever. But the, With the chocolate yeah, yeah. So, is that song literally just beeping the whole time? Like, how does that song go? It just blanks it. It's so it's just silence the whole. Not the whole time. He only fish, chocolate, <laughs> water, fire. Like I, I can't even remember. I haven't heard. It. I just know there's a lot of efforts in it. What did he say? Like in one of the verses, he's like, and I've said fuck thirty six times or yeah. some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, and he's just like thirty six. <laughs> I've said. 36 times, yeah. Uh, I gotta listen now. I Dude, it, so there was there was a, actually a big deal here in Utah, like, I want to say six years ago. There were companies here around around the valley that would edit movies and edit music yeah. without consent from the studios yeah. and all of those people. And there was a huge problem. They got in a lot of trouble yeah. from all the people, but in Utah they were like, well... Like that's our culture, and we're not okay with it, and blah blah blah. No, that's illegal. Yeah, that's you illegal. can't you can't tamper with it, and then and then sell it yeah. for profit. You can tamper with it and give it away for free. Yeah, but, but you can't yeah, sell it. Yeah, yeah. But it was there was a, there was a big thing here in Utah about that. That was like I remember because I was like, and they got in trouble and they couldn't do it anymore. So in Utah they can't. They don't yeah. have any companies that will edit mm-hmm. movies or. Yeah. Or any of that shit. And I was like, fuck yeah, win! <laughs> so I remember um, Landon was living with me, my, one of my best friends. He, uh, We made CDs all the time because that dude, like, I'm, I like music a lot. That dude is crazy about music. And oh, which yeah. is, don't get me wrong, that's where I know most of my music from. Right. And uh, I remember. Like, we would burn CDs for people, and we'd be mm-hmm. like, 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And Lance like, and I remember, I got like, 10 songs on there, and you're like, fuck, 10 songs, bro, what the fuck, how'd you get 10 on there? Yeah. And then, like, the next thing you know, they're like, change the format of a CD, and it's like, dude, I just got you 700 songs, yeah. 50 bucks. <laughs> when you can, when you, when you could, um, burn a DVD the, into yeah. a CD, like, yeah. with just music onto a DVD, and it had like, four and a half gigs or some yeah. shit like that. Yeah, dude, Landon definitely had a... I had uh, a thing going. Oh, dude! I like LimeWire and blank discs. Bro. Oh, dude! I 
a crazy amount. I remember rocking around with Ty, and Ty had those big yeah. fucking like CD organizer binders. Mm-hmm. He had like five or six of those things just stuffed to the brim with like two or three CDs in each thing. And I think I think he still has them. But that man loves music. Oh yeah. He, hey. Dude, DJ and dude, when those two are in together, the car, yeah. swipping in and out, and he's like, "Oh, put this CD in and go to track seven, and then take it out and go to this CD and go to track three, and like." Yeah, dude. Then you can have like mixtapes. Like you just get all your favorite songs and put them on. Oh hell God, yeah. I love iTunes. Ty still does it. Ty like, made one for me just the other day. Like Ty, if you're listening, upgrade. <laughs> like to the no music. CDs are made. Well, his so he he drives a, an old Subaru. Yeah, and it doesn't have it has a CD player, but it doesn't have the tape deck. So he can't he can't like plug the thing in. Check this out. Phone? I found this out too because I don't I have the same thing. Guess what? It's buy a new car. Well, yeah, Join the twenty first century. Well let's not back off. Let's back off. Don't out. drive a forty year old car around. Anyway. Other other than Ty's uh, like what is it? His Mercury? I'm not sure. That that fifty eight it's like a nineteen fifty eight Merc or some shit like that. The thing is dope. Um no, there's actually a thing that I found out is you can plug it into your cigarette lighter and it, it creates broadcasts it to a radio, radio station, station through yeah. Bluetooth. Yeah. I almost bought a bastard. They suck. I was wondering how yeah, good they could possibly be. I mean, they're so, they're probably good now, mm-hmm. but let's be real, I haven't had to use that shit since I drove around in my mom's fucking 96 Accord. <laughs> like... Wow, they're like... I wonder if this. I wonder if I have to get a new app because this is all flowing very. Like I wonder, There's no way they would know what these questions are. What's the most valuable piece of career advice you have ever been given? Um. So I mean, obviously, I'm pretty hard on myself, mm-hmm. and when you have like year-end reviews and and shit like that, and you get graded essentially for your job performance it's nobody's gonna sell yourself but you so don't sell yourself short sell yourself high you're not gonna get what you don't ask for that's probably the best advice i ever got so i have two um that literally is the best advice i've ever gotten and one of them i'll tell you the the quick story is one um Okay, so the best advice I've ever gotten is don't be a victim. Mm-hmm. And so it was from one of my bosses, and he he told me about he would always say, it, and he was he was our boss, and his name was Lyle, and everybody thought he was the biggest jackass, but like he was just a total jackass, and he he was tough, dude, he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'd always tell people, don't be a victim, don't be a victim. And I worked with him for a very long time, and towards the end of me working with him. I, I, I just finally was like, dude, wh- like, what makes you so heartless you tell people don't be a victim? Because you'd be like, hey, just so you know, like, my mom died and, like, I got to go to, like, out of state so I'm not going to get this done and I'm not, or I'm not going to be able to do this and I'm not going to be able to do that and be like, don't be a victim. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, how like you heartless bastard. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, like, that's just how it would play out. And he would always tell people. And so towards the end of it, I asked him, I said, well, like, what makes you so heartless that you tell people that? He's like, actually, it's a joke. And I was like, it's not a very funny joke. He's like, it's a joke to me. Because he had a manager he couldn't stand that always tell him don't be a victim. 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, and honestly, it just stuck with me because I just always thought it was funny because I always say it to like mock him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, well. So it's his own personal inside yeah. joke. And he would just like, whenever he just would get it was frustrated. Just, it was just so he could get a chuckle. Yeah. And like, <laughs> <laughs> he would make his employees feel like shit yeah. on a regular basis. And he'd just be like, don't be a victim. But so he, he could get a small little. But here's the thing. He was a really smart guy. And he really didn't know his stuff when he was like, go uh, go get her. And he, I don't know kind of what happened with it. But anyways, when I did work with him, he was really smart. And he did really know his stuff. But I always, I always assumed. And I always took away like, okay, like I'm just going to just not be a victim. Like I'm, I'm screwed. Everything happened wrong. I'm, I'm just not going to let it bother me. I'm just not going to be a victim. Mm-hmm. And honestly, dude, I was really mad at him when I found this out. Because me and him actually got kind of close, I guess. And I was like, dude, do you know, like, I really thought you were telling me, like, don't be a victim all the time because, like, I was your mentee and stuff. So, like, I was trying very hard he not to. He gave you a complex, made you think that you thought that you were a victim. Yeah. So I literally <laughs> pushed myself. But here's the thing, though. It's, like, for like me and him kind of butted heads. But honestly, though, it's so true. Do you know how many people become a victim? Or, like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it sucks. You know, so, such and such happened, and this happens, and you're in this boat. It sucks. I'm sorry. Don't be a victim. And, like, literally, dude, that's what's gotten me through it. Like, a lot of things that everybody's like, well, how are you doing this? I'm like, you know what? I'm in a shitty boat right now, and I'm just not going to let it take me down. And I, I've adapted it, and it's probably the best advice I've ever accidentally got. Because I literally, everyone ends up in a bad boat, and you can either sit there, and you can keep telling yeah, yourself yeah, no. Yeah, 100%. But, like, if, just don't be a victim. Just suck it up. Get, get what you need out of it. Suck it up and fix it. Take it care of it. Right, or you could you could do the thing that you did at the end of last year before Gabe was born and almost kill yourself because yep. you have this in your mind that I'm not going to play a victim. And yeah, but that's 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 different, and that has nothing to do with this. Well, that's, I, that's in, in a situation like that because I, no, I completely that, I completely get what you're saying. No, it, that, but I've also watched you get taken advantage of in completely fucked on a regular basis but in your head you're like yeah it's a shitty situation I just won't be a victim instead of being like no no I'm not gonna deal with your bullshit no there's there like you're so off base like so the first off the whole reason that I pushed myself to the point that I like was like got actually hospitalized is because I pushed myself so hard because I was trying to push myself to the next level the wrong way I was trying to work myself to death to do that. It had nothing to do with not being a victim or not. And that, the other thing is that people not walking on me, it has nothing to do with I'm not going to be a victim and I'm just accepting them. It's literally you use them like, hey, look, I'm doing this for you, so I need your help to do this for me. So, like, you use them as in, like, power tools. So a perfect example is I had a previous boss named Kevin. He's considered one of the biggest assholes that everybody works with, right? He does not like a lot of people. He's not a very people person. But let me tell you, if I called him right now and was like, hey, man, I need something done, guess what? He would help me out. So, like, you might see it that way, but I'm telling you it's not no, that I, way at I, all. No, I definitely, I definitely get what you're saying. But yeah. I also I also think that you you take a lot more than you should just for small favors. Yeah, but that's fine. Because that, you don't want to be a victim. Yeah. That, that has nothing to do with this. I don't know why you keep saying that. That, that. That's a totally different thing. That's just an attribute about me that I like helping people out. No, yeah. It has nothing to do with not being a victim. I know. I just did. We've, we've had nights where you've come home and you're like, dude. Exhausted. I'm, yeah. Not just exhausted, but completely demoralized. Completely and that, utterly torn to shreds 
to the part where we'll you're like... We'll switch conversations because, <laughs> like, that's the thing is, like, every, like there are there has been times that I've been down on my job. You're yeah. right. There's been times that I've been totally defeated. And I, what got me through it wasn't that I let the job defeat me and I let it drag me down and hate myself for it. No, I, I took the people that were in the wrong position at the wrong time and that they treated somebody poorly. I did not let that take advantage of and let that do to me. Like, let them do that to me. Yeah, at the time I did because I didn't understand what was going on or how it was affecting me. And then I just found out, like, you know what? I don't want to be this way. I'm going to change it. I'm not going to be somebody who is letting everything drag me down. Right, which is something I'm yeah. very proud of you for. Because so, that's that's a within the last last four months thing. Yeah, but not even. Like, that's been my whole... That was my whole career. Like, it's just one thing after another. I didn't move from one place to another. Like, you might see it in four months, but that's not even close to what it was. Like, I moved up. Got to where I needed to get, and then I moved up again, and then I moved up again. You don't just jump a ladder because you think that, oh, I deserve to jump a ladder because I'm good. That's one of my biggest pet peeves in the world is, oh, you just worked hard for the last three months, so you deserve to be good, or you deserve to jump no, up yeah, a ladder? No, yeah, 100%. You That's, have, no, to, you have to put close. in your time and, and grind yeah. at it, I completely agree. But there's a difference between well, like the things that you're talking about are two separate things. Kind of. Like, the way that people treat you, so if you have a if you have a superior that is treating you like a POS, right? Mm-hmm. First off, that's not acceptable in any position in any any company, mm-hmm. right? So that shouldn't be allowed, okay? But that's different than pushing yourself harder than you need to push yourself. So, like that that's the difference. Is somebody treating you like crap? Allowing that to happen? Yes. That should not be okay. But pushing yourself because you want to be better, because you want to be above the rest, that has nothing to do with oh, people treating you shit. 100%. So, anyways, got me going. <laughs> that was the whole point. I, I got I, you talking about work. I, I don't like talking about I'm work. I'm the one that always gets so serious in all the podcasts, and I'm like, hmm. We're kind of talking about work. You know what would be really funny is if I got Cam let's, going off on a tangent about that's work. Not ethic. Going, that's not going to work. It's very hard for me not to talk about work. This is very true. I, I, anybody who knows what I do and anybody that's in my position understands why I don't talk about work. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so. That's, I'm just telling you, like, it's one thing after another. See everything in a negative side effect or see everything in a positive side effect. Like, mm-hmm. you can only choose one. You can ever see everything as negative, so you, or you can see everything in positive, like me. See, so here's the funny thing. I know it's backwards, but still. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's what I wanted to get at, and it actually made me think about this, because uh, there was a thing on YouTube I was watching. This one's actually from me. Is it was like Teen Titans, and one of them was super happy, and one of them was super sad, and like there was a confusion on who it was. Yeah. Because everybody's like, "Oh, you're happy all the time. You think everything's so positive." She's like, "I uh, know. I think everything's so negative, because everything was just negative." Yeah. So that that's the question: is which one would you be, or which one would you choose to be? I think we would stay exactly where we're at. Oh yeah. Because as I mean, we covered it in the last podcast or the podcast before, like. You are a very mistrusting, very negative, negatively run person. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I mean, yeah, I, I self-deprecate and I talk shit on myself on a regular, but I, I tend to try to look at at least everything in the positive light. What's the best, what's the best thing I can do in this situation right now to have the best income or outcome? 
Like, what's the positive of this that I'm I'm going through right now? It's shitty, and it sucks, and I agree that it, it is crappy, but how is it going to benefit me later on in life? Mm. And, like, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't change, because the, the thing is, is, like, yeah, I look at everything negative, or I have a negative outlook at the beginning, but the thing is, is when I do have a positive thing, it's, like, it feels so much better. Mm-hmm. Like, in my mind, it does. And I don't know, maybe that's just how normal people feel. I don't know. But, like, when something good happens, like... Like with Gabe teething, like he wants to, he's teething right now and he's got like three teeth growing in at the same time. So he's like miserable. And like when he, he like tries to smile when he sees me or like when I get him to laugh and he just gives me this like weird, like half-ass smile, like dad, I'm miserable. I don't want to smile, but I want to smile. Like, dude, I don't melt over pretty much anything. And like, I all cry and I'll be upset and I'm very emotional, mm-hmm. but like nothing makes my heart melt like Gabe does. And yeah, that's that like, cliche I was telling. You I know, there. like, and I was just like, "You son of a bitch, kid!" Like, I know you're in pain, but like, uh, uh, don't look at it. like. I do. There's, I've caught myself times at times. I'm like, I think this emotion that I'm feeling right now is happiness. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't like it. <laughs> See, like, being positive and being happy, I think, are very different because I think I try to be positive. But I, you're never happy. Yeah, like, and I'm always the, happy, but always looking the majority negative. of the time, I I would say that I'm I'm trying to look on on the bright side and trying to look at the positive, mm-hmm. because I've dealt with so much shitty negative stuff in my life. I'm like, I don't want that. But to be genuinely happy, Dude, I don't, I'm like still like I know you are. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'm the majority of the time, at least up until. I mean, obviously, Sophie. That's when I when I'm feeling real low. All I gotta do is talk to her, and she'll tell me some random bullshit that happened at daycare or something cool that she saw. You know what I mean? And that stuff just completely rips me out of it, and I'll be happy for that moment. But I've dealt with such debilitating depression for so long that I I don't know. I don't really know what actual happy. Well, all the see, time. we've, we've kind of talked about this uh, in a way. So, we got diagnosed, like the, like the people that don't know us, we've been diagnosed with a severe ADHD. Yeah. Which, if you live with our day-to-day lives, or if you, hell, you listen to the podcast, you're like, yeah, these guys are, like, screwed up. <laughs> right. Um, but we talked about this. Like, what would normal feel like? Like, what would normal be like? If my brain works normally, what would it be like? Or what could I feel I don't like? know, dude. Because, like, we have, we have friends that, like, we both, we have a friend named Jansen. And she is the happiest person I can think of all the time. And she has been through some of the most brutal shit we've ever known that somebody could go through. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, not to name names, we have plenty of friends that have gone through Silver Spoon was the hardest thing they ever had to deal with. And it's like their life is miserable Mm because they didn't get the new watch or, you know what I mean? Like, so, like, that's right. That's kind of where it's gauges is what. Where, where do you realize, like, okay, you're just going to make you the best of your situation? Right. So, like... But making the best of the situation it doesn't always make you happy, though. That's true. And, I mean, to touch on the point that you were just saying, I don't know. I have... Like, I know what it's like to be able to focus, because we got put on medication, whatever, like... Which feels good, because I'm not constantly struggling to do easy, everyday tasks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, finishing laundry, or cleaning the room or cleaning out my car you know what i mean shit like normal people are can just do 
oh, that's just a 20-minute job, no big deal. Takes me three days. But I don't, I know, I know how it feels to be able to focus on something, but I don't know how it feels to just not be depressed. Yeah. And I, dude, I don't know. I don't know if, like, if tomorrow morning we could wake up and flip a switch. I wouldn't want to. But I would like to try it. Like, if I could switch that switch, like, it was like a one-way switch. Like, once you switch this, you ain't going back. I don't think I'd want to. Yeah. Because, like, I, 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 I like, like, we were joking, if anybody reads, like, the people who read the post and stuff, you guys were talking about on the last one, you're like, oh, it sounds like Cameron has a problem with getting a psyche valve. Well, I don't have a problem with it. I just have accepted my problems that I have with it mm-hmm. that I don't really want. And we kind of talked about it after the podcast. I just don't care to fix them because I've accepted my problems with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll do it. It's just the problems I have, I know I have them. And I'm cool with just accepting them with right. what they are and move on with them. But if they had, if they, if we could do it and have fixes for them. But why? But my problems that I have with it, in my opinion, and it, you know what, maybe, maybe but it there's. Could, it could drastically change your life. It could. If I could, if I could go. If you give me $10 million, it could drastically change my life. Like... <laughs> right. Well, yeah, there's a lot of things that could, that could change your life. But like for me, with dealing with such bad depression for so long, like I don't remember a time that I wasn't. Like I don't, I don't ever remember a time where I, I was not feeling this way, and so for me, if I could turn that off, what could I do? Because I know, like I got told my whole life, this you have so much potential and you're so smart and you're so charismatic and blah 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 blah. But my, I feel that my depression is holds me back so I got one piece of advice for you that would help out a lot don't play a victim don't be a victim I'm definitely not a victim but I'm just I'm just I'm just saying like it would be weird to be normal and I I think have like normal brain chemistry I I definitely have some issues like I and I know that there's some that would probably be easier to be fixed um Mm -hmm. but really I I just I don't know if I could I don't know I don't think fixing them is going to solve Mike world hunger or any of my problems no yeah like that i would be like oh I mean, my god i'm glad not, i fixed those problems not problems but could change the quality of your life yeah but like that's what i mean like they're like i've already became friends with them and then i have to make friends with new kind of demons like because then i'll oh, be like what's it takes it like? so much effort quit like, playing the victim i'm not i'm just saying like i'm not gonna do it that's like, called a uh, stockholm syndrome cameron you just cool have accepted it. your abusers and now you love them yep that's exactly what it is and i don't so like, you're a victim yeah my <laughs> No, I like. I just, I just don't care. But we'll. Uh... I don't know. I just that that shit intrigues me. Like, I would love to get like the whole. See what you're deficient in and balance it back out. And well, it looks see. like you and Brock want that more than anything. So I'm down to try it, dude. Like, I'm super down. Like Brock says, he's got some stuff. Because uh, anybody who knows, which means what we're talking about, uh, we'll probably have him on here in a little bit. Because I know Brock's kind of mentioned with it. He's got, I, I don't want to screw it up, but he's done a lot of, like, school for, like, psychology and, like, that kind of stuff. So, like, he has a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And he said that he could hook us up with some of these tests. Yeah. And, like, like so we will do them, and I'll be honest, and I'll cover whatever, like, I'll cover whatever. I'm just telling okay, you, like. so here, we'll put a stipulation on just so you're not having an anxiety attack oh, like cool. you are right. I can I'm, see it. No, I'm still irritated language. about the whole work thing. Like, <laughs> I, you know that shit pisses me off. So, like, why even bring it up? Okay, I actually brought it up. But because ahead. I'm the one that always gets super yeah, serious and you give me so much shit for yeah, being I'm real. Because I'm usually freaking tired by the end. I'm like, I don't even care. Let's just chill and relax. Right. Whatever. 
fuck. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I can't remember what I was talking about. Um, Spun me off. So, we'll just move on to the next question then, because I don't remember either. Deal. Um, so, this one was actually submitted by Kira. Kind of ties in with everything else. Is How is success measured? Hmm. So, is it with due to money? Is it due to owning something? Is it due to personal gain? Is it due to what is well, success? Well, I guess it, it, it depends on the depends on the success success at a task in success general. in Just life. In like we'll go, we'll, we'll break it down. So, so, what is success as like who is more successful, me or you? I don't know. Like that's what I mean. Like, it would depend on the type of like, success. That's what I mean. Like that's what. So I don't think monetarily wise, you are. Yeah, which is that more successful or not? Like, am I happier? Yeah, monetarily. Like, am I happier? I mean, I if you ask you, yeah, yeah, you're the happiest guy on the face of the planet because you're perfect. I know. I know. I'm not. <laughs> and you, and as as you said last time, you just lie at psyche valves. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you just lie to everybody. You're super happy all the time. Yeah. Uh, that's better that way. I don't have to deal with everybody else's problems. <laughs> then I don't have to deal with my own head. Exactly. It's the best way. Um, no, um, I, I think the best way to measure oneself isn't monetarily of like what house you own or what how happy you are or how I think it's what you have done to get from point A to point B um because I I don't think that I'm more successful than other people like I I I know you joke all the time because yes I do have a nice house and yes I have two cars and yes I I have a beautiful wife you joke about this I know but you also (laughs) bring it up on how oh yeah all the time which I, I don't it doesn't bother me but I don't measure that that I'm super successful because of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I measure that I'm successful because I feel that I am successful because I push myself to get that stuff. Okay, so I don't think it's because you push. I think I think success is measured in self worth. How do you view yourself? Okay, I view I, I view myself. You as... view yourself as a hard worker, as a great friend, as a good dad, as a good husband. You have and like. You, not and not joking because I yeah. always joke that you're yeah. god complex and yeah. blah blah blah. No, like you you do you have a lot of self pride. You you I hold tr- like, you I hold yourself self to a higher standard, not because of other people, but because for you because you know that you need to be at that level for yeah. your well being mentally. Yeah. I think that's how success is measured. I think it's it's your self assessment. On who you are as a person and what you've done. Well, yeah, that could be a way of putting it because that's kind of so. Like, I, I don't think that just because, like, let's say that somebody who is has a mental disorder, and you know, any mental disorder is, um, <laughs> any men- mental disorder is nothing to joke about in for real life. But like, if somebody has a mental disorder that, that they're struggling with, just because they don't own a house, or just because they don't own a car, or just because they have a hard time brushing their teeth, like. Like, whatever it might be, like, that doesn't mean they're unsuccessful because they had a disorder. They could be successful in very many other things. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying is, so, is success is such a broad, broad brush. Are we yeah. saying successful in business because... Are we saying successful with... That, I just are we, how success say, is are we saying measured. successful as parents? Are we saying successful as people? Like, well, And then that's where I think that it's, it's how much... Because I'm not saying that there's not people out there. I think there's people out there that have a lot of money, that have a lot of things that aren't successful. Because they didn't, they didn't. Yeah, if you look at it, they might have a lot of money, so they they say they're successful. Well, 
are you really successful or did you stumble am- amongst that? Well, like, no, I think I think even even you can keep going deeper into that and they can be super successful. You you talk with I mean, look at all the shit in the news lately about Jeff Bezos, richest man on the face of the planet. Is he not successful? Well, not just because you have money or su- not. He's successful at building a business, mm-hmm. but he cheated on his wife and now they're getting divorced and so he's not successful at being a husband. Was he that unhappy that he went out and did something that he knew was wrong anyways. So is does he feel that he's successful? He might in this one aspect of life of gaining money because he has more of it than anybody else, but he wasn't successful at being a husband. I'm sure he doesn't feel great about getting a divorce. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's So I, I think it's for that broad spectrum completely instead of individual little categories and are you a successful dad are you successful at your job are you successful at doing whatever whatever i think it's the whole thing is what's your self-worth are you happy with the person that you are that's that's what i think success is Mm, kind of i can i i kind of i can see what you're saying but i I kind of disagree because like let's put you in in a position Somebody who has like that has that's fighting with depression. Mm-hmm. They won't ever feel like they're successful. Then that's not true. Because just, they don't, they don't feel just, like they're worth much. Just it, because I I mean, like, that's the thing with depression though is it's not it's it ebbs and flows. Like I know I'm a great dad, and that makes me happy. That makes me feel like I'm worth something. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a great friend. I. That's something that I pride myself on. The... Well, when you say great. Right. <laughs> Not to you, but to everybody else. <laughs> to, to everybody else. No. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I know that I'm, I'm, I'm intelligent, I'm loving, I, I try to do the right thing. Like, those things I know I do them. How I feel about myself sometimes, or I mean even I'd say the majority of the time, I know it's not real. That's the hard thing with the depression is I know that that's not real, but my head is tricking me into feeling that way. So I feel one way, but I know, I know the other. You know what I mean? So, like, it, I guess it gets it gets more complicated that I I I do have a lot of self worth. I mean, if I didn't, I would have done some stupid shit a long time ago when I was a kid. But I don't know. I. It's something that I struggle with, but at the very end of the day, if you ask me, at the end of the day, logically, do I have self-worth? Yes. But, I don't know. <laughs> um, what is the strangest gift you've ever received? Hmm. I've received some pretty strange stuff. Yeah? Yeah. Um, but... I think I, I wouldn't say it's the strangest gift I've ever received. I think it was the most shocking gift I've ever received. A strap on dildo. No, I already have one of those, and so nobody would gift it. Um, no, it was a gift, and I can't explain the whole thing. A man-sized butt plug. No. <laughs> so we were we were doing something. I I, I don't even know how I can say Hold this. On. Does. Is there a man-sized butt plug and a girl's head? Do do buttholes differ in size? Possibly. Do we need gender-specific butt plugs? I don't know. I never looked into this. <laughs> <Me> Probably <either. laughs> not. 
I would assume not because I would. I, I would imagine all sphincters are the same. <laughs> anyways, those strings... all sphincters were created equal. So I, I don't know how to word, word this without getting in trouble, so I'm not going to word it. But um, I'll just say this: one of the most unique gifts I've ever gotten, and it's and it's not something. It's not a strange gift in general. It was just really cool that somebody went like it was. It blew me away more than anything. So I recently was um, leaving my position in my in my job. And I, of course, everybody most of the time knows I'm a smoker. So, um, somebody that I smoked with quite frequently, um, not all the time. I wouldn't say that we were close or friends or anything. Like I just impacted her life so much that she got me a gift when she found out I was leaving, and she actually got me a attachable lighter. Like it's like a zip lighter, mm-hmm. and it hooks straight to my vest. Yeah, and. Like, at first, I was, like, I was just blown away, first off, like, you care enough to get me a gift when I'm leaving? Thank you. And, like, I was, it's not that I was, like, it was, that person was the most thoughtful person about me stepping down, was this random person I went to break with time to time, and, like, went out of the way, and I think it was, the like, the gift wasn't strange, it was the act of the gift was the strangest part, because, like I said, I've probably gone to break maybe, like, three times at most mm-hmm. and they went like out oh, they're like i just know like i really like you a lot and i really am gonna miss you like and i was, know you lose your lighters all the yeah, time like, yeah. and i was like super grateful but like i was thinking like damn like i've been friends with people here like for like 10 years and like they told me goodbye like you know what i mean like so like I, that that was the strangest in that aspect but like the strangest gift gift um is a piece of poo like it was a piece of poo. Like somebody left it on my desk and was just like, it said to Cameron. Like an actual piece of poo? I'm assuming it was dog poo. I was hoping it wasn't feces poo. <laughs> it could have been Play-Doh. I don't know. It didn't smell. I didn't want to touch it. Like I just from looked... an angry ex-employee? I don't know. Or... It just said to Cameron and it was on my desk. I was working nights at the time and there was a piece of poo on the desk. And I didn't know if it was a joke. I didn't know if somebody was like hate criming me or something. Like, I don't know. Like... I don't know you if didn't look into this? No. What am I going to be like? Whose species is this? Get a lab out. Get like a... It just had my name on it. It said 2Cameron. Like, oh, you mean you could have pulled video? Not, not, not where my office is. I wouldn't have known. Like, the fact... Like, I don't know what it was, dude. Like, it, it could have been Play-Doh. It could have been like... It was like on this little, like, little cardboard thing. Like, I, I don't know, man. It could have been real poo. kind of smelled bad. But like, I wasn't going to like go into it. Like, I just got rid of it. But I just see this like little like Christmas gift card that says two camera. Like it's it was one of the strangest things that ever happened to me because like I don't have a lot of people that hate me, like not to be like rude or like anything like that. But like I don't have a lot of people that are like, oh my god, that dude's such a jackass. Like mm-hmm. they they would do that to me. Like there's a lot of people that like don't get along with me, mm-hmm. but there's not a lot of people that hate me because I've thought about some shit to do to people I don't like. And I would never take a shit on someone's desk or, like, leave a piece of shit on someone's desk Yeah, that I didn't like. And it could have been a joke. Like I said, it could have been Play-Doh. It just smelled bad. I don't know. I just wasn't going <laughs> to – I wasn't going to chance it. So I just threw it away. I don't but, know, man. Uh, I, I don't really – there's nothing I can think of. Like, obviously, my brain goes to the joke answer, and it's – I got gifted a compliment once, and that uh, – was really odd, but <laughs> like, <laughs> you got a like, compliment once and it was really odd. Yeah, but I I don't know, man. I've like 
most of the gifts that I receive are all very thoughtful and very kind and yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really have a strangest gift story. Uh, nothing, huh? Nothing in the deep, dark brains of Jordan. Like, there's nothing, like... So just, here's the thing about me. Like, just anything is that's I, strange. Is I, uh... I act like I talk a lot about myself and let you guys in a lot. No, I don't like, actually let people in. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, there's not there's not a strange gift that you could think of. Not that I could think of. Hmm. I mean, I've I've been given art, but that's I don't strange. I don't think that's that's what I, I mean. Is I love art yeah. and all types of art, whether it's I not even put that in a strange or, category. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I can't, I can't really think of the strangest gift that I've ever been given. The strangest gift I've ever been around is uh, one time at my grandmother's house. We did like a white elephant gift thing, mm-hmm. and they put sexual panties in with like, like edible panties yeah, yeah with like um i can't remember what the other thing was it was like a oh back up back up strangest gift i forgot this was totally my fault i don't even know why i forgot this strangest gift best story in the world so <laughs> this is to- like totally random so for my wedding we did a gift registry mm-hmm. and everybody kept telling me how excited i was gonna be for my wedding gift and I was like, what the hell am I going to get? Like, of course my mind's going a million miles an hour. Right. And I'm like, what could be so awesome? Like, everyone's telling me and everybody's laughing. And everybody's like, you're going to love it. And I'm like, they're like, what the hell? And Rachel's the same way. She's like, what the hell's going on? And I was like, Rachel, what the hell did you put in our gift registry? <laughs> so um, they, we go to all these things and they tell us how great it is. So we get to the point where we're opening up all these gifts. And... My Aunt Damry went through my gift registry, like, item by item. Mm-hmm. And anybody that knows us, we just go through and scan shit. And literally, I scanned shit. So, I scanned a... And I don't know how this happened. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. I scanned... Because at the time when you scanned it, you were like, oh, I could use this for this project. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. So... I scanned a potty helper, like like for an older person or somebody who needs like help on, up and down from a potty, yeah. so I can go poo. So I I scanned a potty helper and eighty dollar Drano. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what my gift Cause, was. Because you probably thought it would be funny to have it in there because somebody would see it and be like, "The fuck would Cameron I don't, scan?" I don't that remember for? scanning it. I don't remember scanning it at all. I don't remember like going that way to scan it. I hope to God it was me. I still have those gifts. I know you do. I have them in my closet. I'm so glad I remember because Rachel would have slapped me because it's literally the strangest thing. And I'm just thinking like, what the fuck? Like, and I didn't get it. I didn't know it was on my registry when I opened up the gift. So I was like, this is the strangest damn thing. Yeah. Like the fact that like somebody would give me this. Yeah. Now, it, it was a good joke. And I we had to go back on my registry to check it. And it legitimately was. I scanned a potty helper and $80 Drano. <laughs> so they joked that I was full of shit. And I talk so much, it just fits right. in. Right. Yeah, I remember that. That was great. So, most embarrassing moment of our teenage years. So there's a difference here. There's a difference between... <laughs> like... I, I I was an embarrassing person. I get it. There's a lot of stuff I did that was embarrassing. Um, but there's a difference between, sh- uh, not shame, but like 
wish I could change. Regret? Mm, kind of. I don't really... Re- well, I guess, yeah, regret would be the best way to put it. Um, but the thing I'm most embarrassed about, like... I, it's hard for me to like pinpoint something I was embarrassed about. Well, we both have that personality that we, in all reality, we, we do a lot of dumb shit to make other people happy. Yeah. Or like for the, for the joke, mm-hmm. we do a lot of dumb shit, and we don't. The thing is, is me and you don't really get embarrassed. Yeah. Like we're not those type of guys that like. Man, I used to be that kid that would embarrass everybody else because of how I was acting. Because I they'd thought be like, it was funny. They'd be like, Jordan, you need to just calm down. And they'd be like, yeah. no, no. Oh, dude, like, me and me and Jake used to go to uh, Lagoon because we live right there next to Lagoon. So we went to Lagoon a lot. And if anybody has looked at the pictures on, on our page, I look very young. And I looked even younger back then. And yeah. So, like, we would walk around in public places, and I would just be completely absurd and obscene all the time because I it was funny to me and Jake. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to tell, like, little Johnny jokes, which are, like, super crass, and, like, I would yell curse words in the middle of, like... Like Davis someone shut County. that three year old up. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like we yeah. were we were at Laguna Beach one time, and I was I was telling Jake this joke, and I was being all loud and being all obnoxious and belligerent, and this this lady, let's just call her Karen, walked What's over. This Karen, you gotta tell me. Like I don't even it's, get this. It's a joke on the internet because oh. all the shitty all the shitty customers are always named Karen. Mm. who always think that they know better than you and I need to speak to the manager and you're like I am the man I need to speak to your manager that that it's always a Karen oh <laughs> like I'm behind on that I didn't know it's that. just the internet internet oh. joke I was gonna say I'm like dude do you know a Karen like <laughs> like you really hate this Karen bitch <laughs> no anyway. just all Karens but um yeah, like we were like we were at Laguna Beach and I was I was being all crass and loud and like me looking back at it now, I'm like, oh man, I would have completely avoided that kid and been like, oh, I know what he's doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, I'm yelling, I'm yelling, fuck or shit or like some random curse words because I think it's funny because we're teenagers in Davis County, super Mormon area, and everybody gets all like <sighs> about everything. And this lady comes over and she's like, where is your mother? And I was like, I don't effing care. And just like, like looked at her dead in the face and she was like, you need to go get out of here. And we didn't leave. And looking back on it, I'm like, "Mm, that was kind of embarrassing. Like if I would have been watching some kid do that from the outside, that would be embarrassing for that kid. But for me in the moment, I, I wasn't embarrassed. I didn't give a shit. So mine's not as a teenage, so it kind of breaks the rule. But I think I was thinking about as you were, they were talking. I think the thing I've been most embarrassed about we're jokesters. We like to laugh. Like yeah. you said. Um, there's been a few people's feelings I've hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a few people that I've took the joke too far. It's just it happens when you joke a lot, or somebody could be in the bad mood, right. or like especially when we joke as much as we do. Um, and definitely anybody who I've ever done that to that I didn't know about, you know, like I, I definitely most of the things are jokes and. Anyways, one time, and he's a very close friend of mine now, but he did not like me at the time. Um, his name is Troy. His mom oh, passed. Yeah. I thought you were going to say his name is Jordan. Oh, there's that too, yeah. but I don't really care what you think. <laughs> right. No, uh, his name is Troy. Anyways, his mom passed away when he was young. Mm-hmm. And we're jokesters. Like, we just joke. We say stupid shit. Anyways, 
we weren't that close of friends. I didn't know him that well at the time. Um, I don't remember the exact line of what happened. I just remember saying, yeah, your mom joke. Mm-hmm. And he said, that's not funny. My mom died. But, like, I kind of thought we were closer friends than we were. And I was like, no, bro, stop pulling my leg. And he's like, no, dude, I'm not kidding. And I was like, whatever. And I walked away from him thinking he was, like, giving me shit. Right. Oh, no. He was, like, his mom passed. And, you know, I felt I felt horrible. I do, reg- like, regret that. Most jokes, and when I hurt people's feelings, I'm like, you know what? I feel bad that I hurt your feelings, but, like, come but on. But don't play the victim. Yeah, like, don't play the victim. But this one I truly felt horrible because, like, if I would have known that there was even a slight indication, um, there's another another friend that I have. Um, his name's Joe. Same thing. I didn't know his mom passed away like that month, mm-hmm. and he told me, and he handled it super cool. He's like, my mom just passed away. I'm like, oh shit! Like I'm a horrible human being. I mean, him were really close, and he could be. I'm like, I was closer to him at that. Mm-hmm. So I've just like refrained from your mom jokes, <laughs> like completely. Like when everybody says that, I always look around like, who's offended? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Because, like, dude, don't get me wrong. Like, I, they're funny. Some of them are funny. And anybody who has lost their parent, that sucks. Like, a perfect example is Rachel. Like, the first time me and Rachel went on our very first date, trying to make a joke. And I shouldn't joke about parents. So I didn't know Rachel that well. Um, and we were talking about, like, like I, I wouldn't say our first date, but we were kind of, like, get to know each other. We were talking about how our families are completely different. And I was talking about how my family, like, my family's crazy. They're, like, always on the go. There's four boys that are constantly on the go. And we're pretty much open to, like, parties and whatever. And her family is very opposite. Mm-hmm. And so we're talking about it. And I was telling her, like, she doesn't need to worry about me and my parents. My parents are really chill. And she tells me how, you know, meeting her mom, it'll be rough meeting her mom. But it won't be so much rough meeting her dad. And in my in my defense, before I tell anybody what I said. She started it off she, as a joke. No, she didn't. She said, it's not like it's going to be difficult for you talking to my dad. Or it will be more difficult for you to talk to my dad. And I was like, well, it's not like he blew up or anything. Turns out he did pass away due to that. (laughs) And she thought I knew, but I was like, no, I didn't. I'm so sorry. And she handled it like a champ. She's like, wow, that was messed up. Like, who told you? And I'm like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And I married her. So, like, if (laughs) there's not somebody in the world that I deserve, it's definitely Rachel. Like, putting up, like... First, get to know somebody. You're like, your parent blew up. A matter of fact, they did. Oh shit! And like, don't get me wrong. Like, she handled it super awesome, and she just was so like, we we, like, I don't know. It just made me love Rachel even more when she was like, "Wow, you're a douchebag." I was like, "Hmm, cool." So like, I don't regret that though because that's what made me love Rachel even more is the fact that she's. I'm like, look, I fuck up all the time. I'm a horrible person when it comes to most things. And you're totally just accepting it. And she's like, yeah, it was, you didn't, you were in the wrong. And she was understanding about it. Right. So, the, I wish she was understanding about everything, but you know what I mean? Like. Such our wives. I know. No, man, I, like, I don't know. I, I don't really. Aren't really embarrassed? I'm never embarrassed. Like, that's not something that I really, I mean, my mom walked in on me watching porn once. That was kind of embarrassing. Oh. And I mean. To be fair, like I said previously, my mom had a very, very odd parenting style. There is one thing I'm embarrassed about. Some things, like, she didn't even, like, it wasn't even something that she even crossed her mind, you know what I mean? But I couldn't go to a rated R movie or watch a rated R movie in the house until I was 17 years old. 
Which obviously was not the case because I watched rated R movies since I was like 10 at a friend's house and other yeah. places. But she was so adamant about not letting it happen at home. And so, like, she was... You know what I mean? It's a teenage boy. Like, you have access to the internet. Like, it, that's a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But And she got real mad and real upset about it. And, like, it was a problem. And, of course, as a teenage boy... I'm not just going to stop watching porn at that moment in time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, my mom caught me. I'm never going to watch porn again. So it just became a, I had to try to get trickier on where and how and when I watched porn. So I'm glad you brought this up because this is the literally, I'm going <laughs> to let you guys into this little tiny window that I call Cameron. Um, I'm going to let you guys know on the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened in my entire life. And I'm so glad you brought this up because I totally forgot about it. <laughs> Suppression's the best. Anyways, so... If you guys haven't noticed, that's all Cameron does is suppress all of his emotions. Yeah, that's the best way to handle it. Anyways. Yeah, 100%. Until it breeds a brain tumor one day. Yeah, cool. And then that time I'll cut it out. Anyways, so... Uh, so <laughs> I, I can't believe I'm going to tell you guys this story. So... Anybody who's old school that knows how internet used to be when you had to download porn is uh, the you best had, way. You had to download porn. Yeah, it was Kazaa yeah. and like LimeWire yeah. and FreezeWire. <laughs> and, you know, trolling was new. Not new. It's always been there, but like it was new to, to me. Yeah. I didn't know what everything I just know. They said celebrity hot chick, boom. Said this, boom. Said this. Anyways, I'm cool. Like, anybody want to do what they want to do in their spare time or behind the bedroom or whatever. <laughs> I love that you get all PC about every every statement you're about to make. Uh, well, you get super, like, politically correct. And everybody is cool with it. I'm fine with, like, and I get where you're coming from, but my opinion. <laughs> well, it's just because that's spread into my brain because of what I do. It's just, like, it's just funny. It's just what I do. So, like, because honestly, there's not a lot of things I hold against people. Like, yeah. There's three things that, like... Okay, tell me about your gay porn experience. You're the one that it wasn't... That wouldn't even bother me. I would have been okay at this point. So, like, it's even... It's more embarrassing than that. I would have been cool with it. Like, my parents, like, my parents probably would have killed me, but I would have been cool. Anyways, so... I downloaded a whole bunch of things that were... Said a bunch of things. And my mom and dad caught me. Because mm -hmm. I was being a dumb teenager. And they, they, they don't... They've caught me before. And they've yelled at me and they got mad. This time was different. This time was way different. They, they, my mom's pretty much in tears. My dad doesn't know what to say to me, but they have, they for some reason have to talk to me about anything. And mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, so they, they 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 pull me in and they pull me to the, the the dinner table and they they sit me down and they're like, Cameron, you talked about your problem. I'm like, fuck, that got me. Like, I'm a teenage boy. It's not a problem. Right. And they're like, I'm like, you guys, it's like a one-time thing. Like, I'll stop doing it. Like, I just, I, I just, I like it. I'm a teenage boy. Right. And they, they don't tell me what was said or found or anything. They just say, you have a problem. We, we need to, like, get to the bottom of this. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, you guys, why are you guys being so, like, caring about it this time? Like, are you guys just fed up with it and you're, like, trying to change the leaf or whatever? And they're like, well, you know, we're just really concerned what we found. I'm like, mom, it's a naked woman. Like, it's fine. It's not a big deal. My mom's just, like, pretty much in tears trying to talk to me. My dad's just, like, so, like, flabbergasted. He doesn't even know what to say because my parents are both old school parents. Right. And so I was like, what is the big deal? It's just porn. Like, don't get me wrong. I know, like, a lot of people let it overtake them and stuff. But, like, it's not that big a deal. And so my mom's like, 
Cameron, it is disgusting. I was like, in my kid me, I was like, Mom, it's not everyone looks like teenage boys look up porn. That's what teenage right. boys do. And, she, and I'm, like, fighting with him for a good, like, half hour. Mm-hmm. And my dad just loses it. Because my dad's, like, the strong, silent type. And he's like, when a woman gets screwed by a donkey. <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> you looked up a team on a donkey show. And I was like, what? And they're like. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about, dad? And he's like, when, the, when, they're, when they're getting screwed by a donkey and all other kinds of animals. I'm like. What the hell are you guys watching? <laughs> They're like, We've, no, this is not okay. I'm like, what is going on? Right. Like, I'm so confused right now. And they're like, no. I'm like, okay, back up. Hold on. And now I'm trying to like dig myself out of this. Now they think I'm just lying about everything. Right, right. I'm like, no, you guys, check this out. Because like, my parents weren't like, I was the most that knew about computers and stuff in the house. So mm-hmm. like with me getting screwed over on it, they didn't know. So I had to like go and explain and walk them through downloading things. Yeah. And like I had to like walk them through how things could be labeled wrong. I'm like, you guys, I promise you that's like not on the table. I'm not watching donkey porn. Yeah. And so <laughs> for the longest time, my older brother, Josh, um, he would always tell me, he's like, how's your donkey porn coming? I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, it's not like that. So for the longest time, like he would always joke about it. That is like the most embarrassing moment I have in my entire life. Yeah. Well, and see, and I always thought it was so weird, because, like, my mom had boyfriends in and out of the house, and obviously, like, at the time, DVDs were a thing, so we found the VHS tapes, and, you know what I mean, like, shit that... Let's go way old school. Remember magazines? Yeah. Like, what the fuck's a magazine? Yeah, like, well, so, so, like, my mom, my mom would get so mad at me, you know what I mean, for looking at porn or, or whatever, but then, like... Her boyfriend's legit had VHS tapes sitting right there of porn. So, like, for me, in my brain as a teenager, I'm like, that's super crazy hypocritical that you're going to sit here and berate me and make me feel shitty about normal boy hormones and going Mm. through the shit that I'm going through. But you're sitting here and he's totally fine to watch porn? Yeah. Like, the fuck, dude? Ooh, I don't know. I just thought of another super embarrassing moment. For you or for me? For me. Oh. But it wasn't it wasn't something that I did. We could just move on if you need if we need to. I mean, it's kind of funny though. Now we'll move on. Okay. So this one is <laughs> I'm glad we're we're somewhat changing. Um we actually I don't know how you feel about this one actual. Apple or Android? In what aspect? Just like for like in general. I prefer Android. I get the, I, also, I get the appeal of of Apple. Uh, I, I've I always prefer. been a hardcore Android fan. Yeah, I I prefer Android over Apple. I also do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently, over like what a year ago? No, one of the a eight, little over a year ago. Yeah, a little over a year ago, I had to switch over to Apple, <laughs> and I'm still not a fan of Apple. Yeah, I'm still not a fan. I understand why people like Apple. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely do. But well, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's yeah. a, it's great products. I um, just, I don't, I like, I like Android more. Yeah, I feel way more comfortable using an Android than I do mm-hmm. an Apple. But you want to know what's way shitty? Hmm. I probably would be bothered going back to Android now. Because you would have to re yeah. relearn it or whatever. But I might like it more. Shit. I don't know. I just I like customizing my stuff a lot more. I like not having restrictions on my stuff. I like right. Like Android feels more open to that kind of stuff. So 
Like it, I've well, kind it of definitely is, yeah. I've kind of come to the conclusion like if you're somebody who knows technology, who likes technology in and out of technology and you don't want restrictions or special cords or that kind of stuff, you want something that's going to be more universal in a flow is definitely Android, I think. Well, yeah, it's I yeah. mean, it's just like a PC. Mm-hmm. I I prefer I prefer my PC over a MacBook. Mhm. MacBooks are super easy. They don't get viruses. You don't have to worry about this, that, and the other. I mean, I work with a guy who's been using the same MacBook since 2008. You know what I mean? Like, and it still works perfectly fine. There's no, there's no issues with it at all. And he's like, it's just old, and it's, it's fine. <laughs> like, but I'm, I don't, I don't like Apple. But the funny thing is, is my daughter's mom is became became an apple fan because of her current boyfriend cuz he's a big apple fan always has been and so now their house is filled with nothing but apple products right mm-hmm. macbooks iphones ipads this that and the other and of course my 5 year old daughter she has her own ipad that can like facetime but you can't facetime from an apple product to an android product mm-hmm. And so I have an Android, of course. And so now my daughter's mom loves to tease me. She just she loves to do things that push my buttons. And so she's convinced our daughter to completely like berate me constantly <laughs> for not having an iPhone. Oh, so so she can't FaceTime me. She has to have a special app. And daddy that's just too much effort. That's exactly what she told me. She's like, you just have to She's go so buy a phone. Fun. She's such a cutie. <laughs> She's so fun. But I was like, I, I'm sitting here trying to explain to my five-year-old and her mom that I'm not going to pay $1,000 for a new phone just so she can FaceTime me when all she would have to do is download an app. Me and Rachel will get new phones, and I'll give one to my dad and one to you. <laughs> just so you can I, FaceTime <laughs> I'll keep it around, but it won't be my actual phone. Yeah, no, that's It'll be what I'm my saying. second phone, yeah. <laughs> um, no, and that's, the switching over to Apple was, it did, I was like totally like anti-Apple, like, um, but honestly, with switching over to Apple, I understand why people love it. I do. Oh, yeah, and, and, like, and like interacting with other Apple, Apple users... Stuff? Dude, it's, it's so phenomenal. amazing. It's great. Yeah, like it's just like everything's on. Like all my, I don't have a lot of Apple stuff, but what I do mm-hmm. have Apple, and the stuff at my work that's all Apple. Dude, it is so amazing on how well Apple has put it all together. Oh yeah. It's just I don't like how it's so like locked in. If they would give me more freedom with my Apple stuff, mm-hmm. I think I would. I wouldn't be so against Apple. Right. But having to have a special cord that does a special thing, like you know what I mean, like you just I want more freedom in my app, like in my stuff, right? And I just I don't feel like Apple does that. Like they they recently like one of their like go to things is like you can like customize your ringtone, and it's like wow, uh, Android's been doing that since Android's made phones mm-hmm. for free, right? You know what I mean? So don't get me wrong, Apple's definitely doing their best to try to like be open that way. And I can understand why it's so friendly to somebody who doesn't understand computers and apps. Yeah, it's crazy user-friendly. Yeah. It's super user-friendly. And I think that's good for people. But, like, when you know a little bit about computers or you know a little bit about how files work and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. internal-wise, it's frustrating when you're like, I saved this fucking image as an Apple image and now my freaking won't work on these other ones. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that shit gets frustrating. 
but like if you have all Apple, go for it. Apple does Apple hands down is a much faster in general product. Well yeah, and, it's got a lot less bloatware and a lot yeah. a lot less ish like a lot less things to go through because it's purely strictly just Apple stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely the Android train. I've always been the oh. Android train. Yeah, I uh I've had one iPhone since I've had a phone when I was twelve years old. Um, and it was an iPhone four. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I don't I would I, I, I don't know what train I'm on. Like I like I like Android. I prefer Android, I should say. Mm-hmm. But like I do understand why people love Apple. Right. Um, I just don't have anything Apple, and I don't care to change all my stuff to. Well, Apple. And my and my phone service doesn't handle Apple products because mm-hmm. I'm I'm with Google Fi, and mm-hmm. so they don't. There aren't any Apple phones that are available on the Google platform, so. Which, that's weird in general. I mean, yeah. it's Google though. No, it's they're competing. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> but like the like the fact that like cell phones like have to get unlocked and aren't universal, that's always been somewhat weird to me. Yeah, that there's exclusive cell phones to yeah. certain carriers, like certain yeah. pro- phone providers. And like some can get I, unlocked and some can't get unlocked. Like Oh, like but, you can jailbreak some. Yeah. yeah. Which I is that, that's always too. that's always been weird to me is that I'm not saying that they, they they can't have their exclusive stuff, but like what I'm saying is like why make it so bad? Like, you know what I mean? And I understand the deals like when you do like a thousand or some phones are up to like a thousand dollars, and like their special deals. Like you go through AT and T, and it's only the AT and T phone that gets and the you special deal. Three hundred dollars off. Yeah. yeah, like I understand that stuff. But like, if I get that phone, like, why do I have to go and jailbreak it and that other stuff? Like, unless they like buy it, I don't. I don't understand all that. But it just has always confused me. Yeah, it's called capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. But on a lighter note, since we're talking about one or the other, do you prefer Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Pepsi. Because they have Mountain Dew. And see, I don't like Mountain Dew. I love Mountain Dew. See, the great thing is my my actual choice is Dr. Pepper, and Dr. Pepper is an independent company, and they can go with either one or the other. Typically, they they go more with Coke because they have a bigger contract or some shit like that, but I I choose Dr. Pepper because Dr. Pepper is the best drink ever. (laughs) (laughs) 23 flavors, bro. You can't beat... 23 flavors all in one can. <laughs> is that really what Dr. Pepper is? Yeah. That's I thought whole, it was just cherry. I thought it was literally just like a cherry flavor. It doesn't even taste like cherry. I don't know. It kind of does taste like cherry to me. You're high. I like all, Dr. Pepper. All the time. Um, so if we're... T- what's your... Like, what, then what energy drink do you prefer to drink? Rockstore, Red Bull, or Monster? Red Bull. Red Bull is pretty damn good. But I prefer Monster. It goes, it goes Red Bull, Rockstar... I hate Monster. Really? I love Okay, but my as favorite. of late, as of late, to be fair, it's Red Bull, Bang, Rain, then Rockstar, and then Monster. See, I only have three choices. It's either Monster, or Rockstar, or Water. Lion sack of shit. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. You're the one that got me hooked on Bangs. I know. We would buy them by the case. I know they're so good, but like I'm afraid my heart's gonna explode. <laughs> they're phenomenal. And see, the weird thing is, is energy drinks don't do that to me. Only bangs do it to me. Nothing does it to me. Even bang, I I drink them because I I genuinely enjoy the taste. Yeah, they're good though. I, I bangs are delicious. Yeah. And a lot of people drink bangs without any side effect. For some reason, they make me shake. They give you the shakes, and see, yeah. I hear that a lot about Red Bull. 
And I, I hear, I mean, people drink oh. those little fucking eight and a half ounce cans. Oh, yeah. And they get all fucking twacked out of their mind. And I could drink Red Bull all day, nonstop, and take a nap. Yeah, so, um, I Maybe found... I'm just not drinking enough. So, I found this out, um, because my buddy Joe was talking about it. So, I can't, I'm going to screw it up. But there's, there's something in Bang that actually helps, like, for more blood flow. Um, that actually helps with more blood flow and, like, pushes more of your, like, more of your body pushing. Mm-hmm. Like... So I wonder if that might have to be do something why it gives me the shakes because like dude I feel like I feel very wrong when I'm on it like I feel like very like twacked out of my brain really yeah like, that's so weird it's but I don't, any, I don't feel that way at any all. other energy drink dude I could drink like seven monsters I'm cool with it twenty rock stars cool I'm good. right I might get a little sick but like I'm okay bangs I have like half a bang and I'm like oh okay everyone like let's just go like yeah. we, got, we got a hundred things to do right well and seeing the the guy I work with he's like. He's constantly trying all the new stuff to get more energy and be more focused and this, that, and the other. And he's had me try, like, three or four different things. And I'm just like, none of it works for me, dude. He's like, seriously? Because I, in the middle of the day, he's like, I could be completely burnt out. Go grab a bang from Winco. Pound that shit and be good for the rest of the day. And I, I doesn't work for me. Yeah, they definitely keep me up, but they don't make me have, like... I don't. I don't. Like, yeah, I don't feel a difference. Yeah. I don't feel more focused. I don't feel like no. I have more energy. I just. So you know what I've, I've, I've all, we've kind of talked about this, like t- touched on this a little bit. Is I feel like our ADHD might be part of it, and I don't know. I've never done, done oh, yeah, any like, research on it. Is but like, like, yeah, man, I can drink like five rock stars, and I'll get sick before it affects me. Mm-hmm. Like, and well, like, same with coffee. Like people, some oh, people yeah. need a coffee to stay awake. I drink coffee because I enjoy it, and yeah. it's not like a, oh, I'm, I'm not getting going on my day until I have my cup of cup. Like I, I could have a cup of coffee right now and then go to bed and not have any issues with it. Yeah, I, I can do the bed part. I can do the wake up part, but that's probably because I have sleep apnea. That <laughs> <laughs> you I get bad sleep anyways. Yeah, but remember, I'm also a part of that weird percentage of people that only sleeps like four and a half hours a night. Yeah. So I'm lucky if I get six. Like six is me sleeping in. Mm-hmm. Like I would die. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I uh, energy drinks don't bother me other than bang. But they are delicious, and I wish I could drink them. You know, I should start drinking them again and see if my heart like explodes. Now that you're not like, like on the go, yeah, running a thousand miles a minute every night. No. I th- or super stressed out because you're about to have a kid, and yeah, which, you have to deal with work, and you have to deal with the holidays, and you have to deal with your best friend moving into your basement. There was, might, a, lot, there was a lot going on at that time there, in my life. There might, that might help. Yeah. And uh, it definitely uh, would, uh, like, I'll, I'll let everybody in on a little bit that uh, doesn't know is, like, in my mind, okay, like, suppression is so amazing, and this is why Jordan gives me so much shit, is because in my mind, I definitely knew, being a new parent, you know, me and Rachel were super excited, we tried to have kids for a long time, um, and uh, just being a new parent, in my mind, it wasn't that big a deal to me, like, don't get me wrong, I was excited, and I wanted it, and uh, I, it just, I wasn't stressed about it, in my mind, I was just not stressed about it. But you were actually stressed about it. Yeah, and like, but work was Because that's the me. suppression yeah. part. The, the, work. the great part is, is I, I love you so much because you're like, oh, Jordan, Jordan doesn't know anything about me. And I keep this hard outer shell and nobody actually knows. We've been friends for 15 years. And I, one thing that I'm very good at is reading people and watching them. And so are you. And that's what's really funny is because you know what to do to try to throw off a scent. 
Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Cameron can tell us all day that he's not stressed out, and he can act like he's not stressed out, but I know he's fucking losing it. Yeah, but that's the weirdest part is, like, like most of the time you'll catch me, and I'll be like, dude, what's up? I'm like, nothing. You're like, no. So I'm like, okay, this is what's up. But like, Twice tonight. Yeah. So... Anyways, the with the whole gay thing, dude. And even in my mind, like I straight up told myself, like even me and Rachel would get in like you told yourself that it about, wasn't like it. I'm not stressed about it. Mm-hmm. And dude, this like don't get me wrong, there I had some, and I realized that like it was a normal stress, and I thought it was a healthy version of stress. And I just and I was literally blaming it all on work that I was stressed out about yep. work nope. to the point my body shut down. Yep, we went to we went to the hospital three times, three times. in a month. Yeah, <laughs> and my body month. shut down, and I couldn't. We couldn't figure it out. I literally thought it was my heart. I literally thought my heart was going to explode, and they kept telling me, "They're like, dude, you're perfectly wrong. fine, and you're having anxiety attacks." Yeah, and I was like, "That's not true. I know what anxiety attacks feel like. I've had mm. them a hundred times over." Nope. <laughs> and it turns out anxiety attacks can switch; they can change on you. Well, there's a bunch of different types yeah. of anxiety attacks. Yeah. Like, not every anxiety attack is curling up in the corner in the fetal position, rocking. Well, no, back I know, and, and it's different for everybody. But like, yeah. mine were very consistent. Yeah. Like, mine were very consistent to the point I could learn to control them. Like, I'd be like. Okay, this is going to turn into an anxiety attack. I need to walk away. Like, I'm getting, my muscles are getting tense. I'm like, I know what this is feeling like because I've had this so many times. I need to walk away and go calm down. And I'd be like, okay, cool. That's and just rage. That's not no, anxiety it's, attack. It's <laughs> not rage because I wouldn't always be mad. Like, right. So, I, until I went to the actual doctor and randomly was, she was like, look, bro, you got anxiety problems. I'm like, well, yeah, I know. Like, your body be... is revolting against yeah. your brain. And she because... told me, she's like, you're not handling it. You're like, you're literally, your body's changing and it's shutting itself down because you're stressed. I'm like, it's just Because work. of that suppression, you yeah. keep suppressing everything and your yeah. body's like, no, I'm going to manifest this into yeah. a physical thing that you can't hide anymore. Yeah. That's what I was talking about, yeah. the brain tumor. Yeah. Like, later on, you're just... It's going to crack right out of your cranium. Well, see, and like now, like, and I, 100% honest, I am like 10 times different than, and like less stressed on it. Oh, yeah, because now he's here. Yeah. And you get well, to Well, not see even just him. him, just in general. Like, work, here, everything. Like, I, I just, my whole brain, once I realized, like, yeah, I'm just letting it, like, I've handled my stress in a whole different way. Like, don't get me wrong, I still have my old habits. Um, but I, like, I don't let it build up as much as I did. Like, I definitely let it go a little mm-hmm. See, and I bought all of mine. I don't, like, I'll acknowledge them, like, mentally and verbally, <laughs> but, like, I I bottle all of my shit, and I just, I don't, I'm not I, I, guess, I guess that would be suppression, but, like, so I can, I can sit and talk about how I feel all day long. Actually feeling those feelings? Nope, not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways. So, this next one is, like... This one was submitted by Will on Overnights, okay? And, like, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, this is my favorite, favorite submitted one yet. So you're sitting there as people discovering things in life. Mm-hmm. Like, the dude that, invent, like, that thought of this is crazy to me. What was the guy that first thought of milk? What was he thinking? Like, to me, that is so crazy. I'll tell you what he's thinking. Okay, here's the scenario, right? He's got his cup of milk in his cave. (laughs) (laughs) No, let's say, I mean, we all know that moms sometimes quit producing. It happened. It happened with my daughter's mom. Oh, you're gonna go like straight up, like yeah, legit. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be serious, logical about this. (laughs) I can't do it. My daughter's mom, she she quit producing, and we had to switch to formula. Okay, if we if we don't have formula. I know that most other 
mammals, when they have kids, lactate, produce milk. Obviously, that other baby mammal is surviving just fine off of that milk, so why couldn't my daughter? Boom, done, taken care of. Wow. Wow. And there is, there are not very many things that I would not do to keep my kid alive. Way to go to, like, totally destroy, like, my favorite question ever so far. Yep. To, like, being super serious. Yep. Because that was one sick pervert. Definitely not. Why, In your case, why does scenario, it have no? to be? Why does it have to be sexualized, Cameron? It doesn't have to be. Sexualized. What's up with your patriarchal man bullshit over there? Why does it have to be sexualized? Why does he have to look at it and be like, mm, "I want to suck that fucking udder"? Wow, you're like totally taking this question like way too serious. Like it's literally just like, whoa. Okay, I won't. I won't question yeah. anymore. Survival, Cameron. I would yeah. eat you in a heartbeat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to stay alive. <laughs> uh, I would think that. Uh, I really don't think that. Okay, fine. You want to be super serious? You could go super. Like, I don't have nothing to say because like that was a very good one. Like I was like, you thought about this. You yeah. Th- like, you told me about it the other night because I, I was laughing so hard. Yeah, and you were I just mean, like, was, I'm gonna find out the best. It was answer. it was it was really funny, but I mean, obviously, I have an hour commute. I have a lot of time to think about some stupid shit. I'm never gonna tell you any funny ones now. From now on, I'm gonna let you get blindsided. Okay. Okay. Because dude, like, on, like honestly, dude, I was laughing so hard. I was like, what the fuck? Well, to be fair, I think that like, you were laughing about it so hard because of the situation that it was presented to oh, you. Oh yeah. In. Don't get me wrong. Because I get the he's question. A, he's a very quiet dude. Yeah. He doesn't interact with you a whole lot. Yeah. And it was just kind of out of the blue. He was like, hey, Talk I about- heard you had a podcast. Talk about this thing. And yeah. you just were like so taken aback. You yeah. know what I mean? I, and don't get me wrong. That really was it. And that sounds like, okay, like I'll put it in. Like, that's, but you want, like you went full on board. Like, yep. hundred percent. Okay. So we'll just move on. How do I stay alive? <laughs> no, it's legit. Like I would, I don't disagree with that one. hundred percent at all. Like, Amen. Done. Out the window. Fold. Book closed. You're Moving forward. Welcome. Um, what are the pros and cons of Big Brother always watching? Wow, that was a pretty uh, deep vape there. I needed. I needed time to think. <laughs> no, like... Um, pros and cons of Big Brother watching. Like the government, or like yeah, being controlled by. So I I think there are <laughs> pros and cons are so crazy about it. So the pros I think are that there is probably a lot of bad that we don't know about that they're probably maintaining or suppressing. Like, mm, kind of. I I, 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 I don't mean know. I, I get where you're coming from, but we've we've gone what now. It's, Seven thousand years without Big Brother watching, and we've made it just fine. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying there's bad. Like that's why there's bad and good. Right. Pros and cons, not just cons. Because don't get me wrong. Like if, if it was up to me, I, I think that there would be a lot more chaos without it. And, I, and maybe not Big Brother watching is <laughs> in like so. they should watch the private sector or anything like that. But, well, so that's that's where I'm at. Are, are we talking? Are we talking yeah. about like it was? It was kind of broad for the with, question. So with I, everything like in the house, microphones, all of that stuff. That's I. I think that's a complete con. There are no pros to that. I think. That yeah, no, no, and I agree to that. And so which which is funny because we have devices sitting all the way around us. I mean, not like, only are we talking to randoms on kay. the internet, but 
covering covering your webcam, but our phones we know are actively actively listening to us on a regular basis. I literally can say, "Hey, person with this name," and it my phone will be like, "Yo, what do you want?" Even even without that, like if I'm listening to Joe Rogan's podcast in my car on the commute, and I'm like, "Ooh, that that's a good thing that he was just talking about." I want to look that up. And I'll go and I'll get out of my car and it'll be the first thing. Like, I'll click on my Google and type the first letter or two of whatever he was talking about. It'll be the first thing that pops up every time. Me and Ty, I believe it was me and Ty, we tested this theory that we were talking about buying bikes. Like, BMX bikes. And we went to go look up a certain kind of, like, a certain kind of bike. And it was the first thing. And then we asked Sam... Sam wasn't in the room or whoever else was in the wasn't in the room. I just want to say it was Sam because I, I think we had this conversation, me and Ty, about our phones listening to us. But um we had whoever look it up who wasn't in the room and their phone pulled up something completely opposite. So both of our phones were actively listening and pulled up exactly what we were talking about. So I remember you telling me this story and no offense to you and Ty, because if anybody's crazy that thinks about all that weird shit, it's me. But I, when you guys told me this, I was like, bullshit. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But what made me be like, holy fuck, is when me and Rachel, like I was saying before, me and Rachel struggle having kids. And so we pretty much didn't talk about kids at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Like, we didn't talk about having kids. We didn't, like, it was not something we want to talk about. It was always hard for us or it was always difficult to bring up those conversations. Because anybody in that boat, well, I'm not going to side tangent. Right. Anyways, so we didn't ever bring it up. Well, the day we found out we were pregnant and it was like a go thing. All of your shit went crazy with kid stuff. All of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking like the most I did. And I was like thinking, at first I was like trying to be that scam. Like whatever, Jordan. Like I uh, I was like, no, I probably Googled something on my phone and that's what was linked to my YouTube. Mm-hmm. Cause like my very first thought was, is I was sort of like jumped on YouTube and I'm like, very, everything was baby recommendation i'm like and i asked rachel like did you look at a bunch of baby stuff and she's like no i'm like neither did i why is everything recommending baby stuff mm-hmm. i was like oh you know what it probably was is i probably like texted someone on my phone and my phone's linked to my playstation my phone and playstation youtube aren't connected mm-hmm. and neither's rachel's so yeah. it was a completely separate youtube no account. yeah it's it's dead serious like and i was like and i, I like took me back for a second i was like holy shit like is this like legit or is this like i like and I was like, okay, blow it off as in like this is very, very uh, circumstantial. Like mm-hmm. like it was just random that happened. And I was like, no, that's not, not the big deal. And then I was like, okay, cool. So we're talking and we were recently talking about the like podcast. Mm-hmm. Like before we started doing this, we were talking about the podcast. And I was like, well, you know we wouldn't even know where to start whatever all these other things and we were just talking about it and we didn't even know what we were going to do yeah and guess what started showing up on, I didn't even look it up on my phone a bunch I of didn't do, even look it up your on own computer podcast, start a podcast everything yep. do your own stuff create your own podcast here's your starting point here's your like and I never even looked anything up yep like it's just that it started showing there was like um I, I was reading a book one time and they they say supermarkets any of those big chain stores big box stores they know more about you than the government does they know how many people live in your house they know how old those people are what gender they are what their preferences are like what they prefer 
red or blue. They know they they know a bunch of crazy shit about you that not even your own government knows. Mm-hmm. And that's like I, I was reading it. It was like in high school. It was like a book that my one of my teachers recommended. It was like crazy facts about thing a hundred things you should know before you die or something like that. And I was just like, that's the Big Brother that I'm like. Mm. That's a yeah. little weird. Like, Amazon yeah. knows more about what's going on in this house than the U.S. government does. Yeah. No, it, it was crazy. I did, I did not believe that for the longest time. I really didn't. Because yeah. I was like, eh, whatever. They're, they're not watching that closely. <clears throat> and like, no. Well, it's just, it's all your metadata, dude. It's, oh, yeah. they, they track what you purchase. They track oh, yeah. when you purchase it. Like, they... they they know how old your son is, and he's not even on the census yet. Oh, yeah. And that's not just because, like, they have access to your medical records because that shit's illegal. They just know that, oh, you're buying this size diaper or you're buying this type of food. Or, like, they can tell you exactly almost almost within the week how old your kids are or how old the pre- people are in your house. Mm-hmm. It, dude, it, it, it's crazy to think about how much how much that, that they know and how much that they, that they like, collect that data on. Like, in... Like, once I started, like, looking into, like, the data that they do collect, it was, it's not hard to do it. You know what I mean? No, like not once, at all. yeah. Like, once I was, like, well, how the hell, like, because I was, like, worried, like, what the hell am I doing? Like, but once you start, like, looking into it, you're, like, yeah, I actually totally makes get it. Makes perfect sense. Makes yeah. perfect sense on how government's doing this. And, you know, they can target on better, like, customers. They can target on better, like, items and that kind of things. So I was just, and I'm not, and I'm totally fine with anybody that I go and do my business with. For them to use my purchases for whatever they feel necessary. Mm-hmm. What I don't feel comfortable with is things that I'm not using at the time are taking note of what I'm doing. Like, right. if my phone really is truly listening to me, that bothers me. It definitely is. Yeah, Everything's like, actively listening yeah. to you. And that, I mean, that's how, I mean, when you say, hey Siri, she knows to pop up. Obviously, she doesn't yeah, know my voice. I know. I was but you like, know what I mean? I was like, don't, don't say anything. It's just like, I mean, I have Alexa downstairs. Yeah. And... It's she listens regularly. The mic is always on, listening for you to give her a certain prompt, and mm-hmm. that metadata she gathers before or after the prompt is all still stored away somewhere. So what? Like what's crazy to me is that like if I and I might be getting it wrong is they they were gonna do an algorithm, and I don't know if this ended up coming. They're gonna do an algorithm to see how much of a terrorist you are. Uh, oh, like, they they did that after nine yeah. eleven. Yeah, it's like if you say certain words or if you say or text certain things or type in certain things, you get auto put onto a list. That's mm-hmm. all the whole Patriot Act. Like mm-hmm. that that one page bill with like thirty two thirty two sentences in it changed all of your liberties. Yeah. Like they took all of your freedoms away. Yep. The NSA. We live in Utah, which is the biggest NSA collection site on the face of the planet has everybody in the country's everything they they can listen to anything they can look into anything they're probably listening to us right now oh 100%. they're like those bastards like we're gonna listen to those fuckers oh yeah like it's it, it that one piece of paper just was so open-ended on everything that they just gave them free reign to watch and look up and tap and listen to anything they wanted to so there's that's a lot of negative, but like, do you think there, there's any pros to it? Like, cause like, I mean, there. Like, it's hard to say. It's opinion, hard to say because yeah. we don't we don't see a lot of the pros. Because like you like you were saying beforehand, if it's if it's they're stopping bad things happening before they happen. Yeah. We don't hear about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not it's not put into the light. But 
I think it it can do some good, but I think there's there needs to be regulations and there needs to be very strict guidelines to it. Unless I opt into it, I in my like we live in this this day of technology and all of these amazing devices. It's the best time in human history to be alive is right now. I think all of that stuff should be opt in. Yeah. Like when I when I first download Google Chrome onto a new computer it asks, hey, can we can we track this for better user experience? Sure. I'll I'll opt into it because I, I don't, I'm not looking up anything I shouldn't be looking at. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not doing anything I shouldn't be. I can hide myself if I want to be doing something that I shouldn't be there or that I might be a little bit nervous about. But, like, I don't want you to know my location unless it's a device that I need to know my location right then and there. Like, if I need to find out a way to get somewhere, I'll turn my location on to be able to do that. And I, and I know actively that I know the location is on, so whoever can see my exact location. But mm-hmm. nobody needs to know where my computer is. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I use VPNs and proxy servers and stupid shit like that. Just, But that's for me. That's for my comfort. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I, So I think there are some pros to it, but I think it needs to be reined back from where it's at. Oh, yeah. I, I totally can I can totally agree. Um, I just and like I said, it's kind of hard to know the pros and cons of actually what would be said. Mm-hmm. Like because like we said, like it, it it was like the whole cop thing. You don't always hear about all the good things that happen. Exactly. Yeah. You only hear about a lot of the bad things. Yeah. So I, I would I would think there's definitely pros to the situation. Um, I I would like to wonder if there have been things that have been like, oh hey look, this was stop. That hasn't been fake news. Right. Like fake news is a totally different. Like thing because we'll go into a whole other thing about that, but that. for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of a lot of the good that's happened in the world of a lot of the it, they're all unsung heroes. You know what I mean? We it's very rare. Do you humans are very prone to focus on the most negative and scariest and like, fear mongering type shit? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's because it's what we found works best i i not necessarily i, I was gonna best. say I, was, I said best and i thought about it after i said it yeah like because it, it's just what works i mean mm-hmm. scary propaganda works it's it's created mm-hmm. world wars it's done it's done terrible terrible things to ruin a lot of people's lives but it gets a job done and at the end of the day if you want to be ones and zeros about it then the job gets done yeah i don't know i think that wraps up for today right Hey, beautiful people, find us on Spotify, Google Play Music, iTunes, Radio Public, Stitcher, and we got our our YouTube up just recently. You can find us on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at when ADHD collides. Thanks for the continued support. Remember to give us a like and a share. Then uh, submit your suggestions for talking points on on any of those platforms.